Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to the Death Squad Podcast Network. This episode of Kill Tony and every episode of Kill Tony can be found at DeathSquad.tv. And don't forget to check out everything Tony Hinchcliffe at TonyHinchcliffe.com. And the Sunset Strip's my new comedy club in Austin, Texas. Go to SunsetStripATX.com. And now, here's a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Back on my stand-up tour at the end of January, hitting all the spots that I didn't hit on the fully grown tour before this, Vancouver, Portland, and Seattle, you're next, January 25th, 26th, and 27th. And then Los Angeles, California, I do stand-up, Denver, Colorado, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Boston, Baltimore, Salt Lake City, San Jose, Dallas, Houston, St. Louis, Nashville, Fort Lauderdale, and Orlando. I'm so pumped for these upcoming dates. Really excited for you to see it. Taking some of my favorite openers with me. You may recognize some of them. Get tickets now at TonyHinchcliffe.com. This is going to be my last stretch of the stand-up tour for the rest of 2024. It's all just performing in Austin and Kill Tony from there. So hope to see you soon. Mothership here in Austin, Texas, for a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Get up for Tony Hitchcock! <laughs> Who's ready for the best fucking night of their lives tonight, huh? Yeah, that sounds fucking great. Wow. Up in a hand for the great red band, everybody. Ah! This is Kill Tony, the number one live podcast in the motherfucking world. And you're at it. Brought to you by Gel Blaster, Red Rose, Yellow Rose, NinjaBuses.com, Hall Law Firm, Austin Security Guard Service, and Connect Mobile Health, where you can get an IV drip right now. Save 15% using the code KILL15. How are we doing tonight? You guys happy? Fuck yeah. How about one more time for the best damn band in all the land? That's Michael Gonzalez on the drums. The great Paul Deemer on the horns. Matthew, the madman of Michigan muling, ladies and gentlemen. John Dees on the motherfucking keys. And this, of course, is the great and powerful D Madness here on the bass guitar. How about one more time for the special appearance you guys got to see by the great Tall Wilkenfeld. And here we go. A lot of fun stuff ahead before we start. Here's a little bit more from the amazing sponsors that made tonight's episode available for you here right now. The Sunset Strip Comedy Club in Austin, Texas is now open. Check out Red Band's secret show every Thursday. Go to sunsetstripatx.com for tickets. We're going to have fun tonight. Are you guys ready to start tonight's episode? Are you guys ready to start tonight's fucking episode? That's what I'm talking about. 
you know, we, we have a lot of the best guests in the world on this show, and some of them I introduce to y'all before they are tremendously fucking famous. This is, uh, these are two guys that the entire world will know of, uh, I mean, and if you don't already, they've been on the show multiple times, but these guys are about to blow the fuck up. Two guys that are a huge part of the Austin comedy scene uh, on all the shows almost all the shows that we do around here with Rogan and Segura and Tim Dillon and Shane Gillis and everybody. Make some noise for two of the best in the world, two of my top young rising comedian, favorite rising comedians on planet Earth. It's Derek Poston and Asana Mod, ladies and gentlemen. Make some fucking noise for our guests. Derek Poston. You know him. He does arenas with Andrew Schultz. Jackings, a rare survivor. He was flying one of the planes and hit the eject button at the last second. Uh, not a lot of people know that. He parachuted, he paraglided out of there. Didn't have a parachute, he paraglided out of the plane. Son, tell them about that. You were, you were, you were very young at the time. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you know, Indian people, we, we achieve early. You know, so. How old were you during 9-11? Uh, old enough to do it. Okay, uh, I love it. I'll tell you that right now. Right now. The great Derek Poston, famous for arenas with Schultz, the flagrant podcast with Andrew Schultz, a huge member of the Schultz clan. How did you get to start working with Andrew Schultz? How does that go down exactly? Tell these people just the types of things that I fucking do. (laughs) Tony hooked it up. Tony hooked it up. He said, uh, he texted me and said, hey, bro, all you got to do is suck Andrew Schultz's dick one time, dog, and you on the tour. No. That's it. He set it up, though, bro. This is the big OG. He made, he's the reason I'm doing a lot of the shit I'm doing, so I'm very thankful. Yeah, Schultz good texted guy, me. He said, good who guy. do you think would be a good feature for me in Austin, Texas? I said, I got exactly the guy. They fell in love, and they worked together ever since. He famously talked about how you love trannies on the uh, Flagrant Podcast. Still do. Happily married. Still do. Absolutely. He just got married. How about a hand for that, everybody? But you guys have done this show multiple times. You know how it works. A ton of people signed up for the chance to get 60 seconds uninterrupted on the stage. You know their time is up when you hear the sound of a kitten. That means they have to wrap it up then or else they bring out the angry West Hollywood bear, which just interrupts them. And then I conduct an interview and we talk to them. We find out more about them. The entire thing is crazy. Anything can happen and we're all going to live it here together in the moment. Are you guys ready for this shit? I'm going to pre-pull a name. We're going to get them from the bar across the street. Sweet little, dirty little poor choices. A brand new uh, adventure from our good friend Nick, who uh, famously owned Vulcan Gas Company. He's got a new bar. Really small ceilings. They just started to take over. They are much lower ceilings than uh, Sunset. Could be the second best comedy club on the street in no time whatsoever. They are a microphone away from having the second best comedy club on the street. (laughs) Woo! Poor choices. That's right across the street. Our good friend zone. How about a hand for Nick and Kirk up here in the house? So while we go wrangle whoever that was that I just pulled out of the bucket, we're going to get one of our absolute historical regulars up here, a fucking legend of the game, an absolute Korean thug, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, we found him uh, absolutely doing nothing but open mics, making zero dollars a month doing stand-up comedy. Now he's got the Rolex, he's got the white girlfriend, he's got it all going for him. He's rich, he sells out all over the world now. This is Hans Kim. This is Hans Kim. 
Thank you. I have a Bangladeshi roommate, and sometimes he cooks food so smelly I have to take a shit with the door open. <laughs> Just to get rid of the smell. I have been sending a lot of Ozempic to the Palestinians in Gaza. so it's easier for them to dodge the bombs. <laughs> and if they do get hit, there's less mess to clean up. I hate it when ugly people act like them dating is the same thing as when hot people date like me. It's like the difference between the NFL and Major League Soccer. It's like, yeah, you're playing on the same field, but no one wants to see what you're doing. All right, thank you. That was Hans Kim. That was Hans Kim. That was Hans Kim. That was Hans Kim. Yeah. Thank you. Fantastic, Hans. How are you? Good, I'm good. That was great. Good set. Thank you so much. That means so much to me, Tony. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this guy is the most autistic fucking robot. How do you have both? How is it possible that you're autistic and robot-like? Uh, I just am Asian. I think this is what Asians are like. Hello. Hello, indeed. <laughs> I love it. So, how much of that's real? Because we heard uh, recently that a roommate complained about the smell of your kimchi, and now you're complaining about the smell of your roommate's food. So it seems it's to... totally made up. I uh, I don't even know where I came up with that shit. I think it was from a long time ago, and I looked through my notes, and I was like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> I could do that, you know, that joke on yeah, Kill Tony. So full disclosure, I am the Bangladeshi roommate that he's talking about. <laughs> and, this big estate! And no, first of all, first of all, I don't cook. Second of all, <laughs> bro, this motherfucker is the worst roommate when it comes to food I have ever seen in my entire life. This guy once cooked ribs and then left the state. I'm talking about put the ribs in the oven, set it to 45 minutes, and then caught a plane to go to a weekend somewhere else. Just left for This ribs. is amazing. Only recently did we get to talk with Hans's father, uh, Hans on every single week, and now we are finding out the roommate perspective of Hans Kemp. Now we know famously Red Band has it right here in front of me. This is my actual first time seeing it. I've only heard of how he has a camelback uh, water a, a hanging above his bed with a tube so that he can lay in bed and just feed himself like some kind of fucking Korean hamster or some shit like that. And it is absolutely unbelievable. I mean, you have your pillows are hanging Inside out of the of pillowcase and you have the tag, tag. side of the pillow yeah, coming out the hanging hole. out of the hole. You know, you're supposed to put that on the inside, Hans. <laughs> so that's my girlfriend's bed. Ooh. Um, wow, she should know this. I used her, her bed as a, as a thing, so now everyone thinks that's my bed. They're commenting about how poor I am. Yeah. It's the tag. It does look very shitty. There's, like, shit on the walls. <laughs> so it turns out your white girlfriend is, like, one of the dirty whites. <laughs> I can say I like, that. I'm, one of, I'm a white guy. I like to think of her... If it was the other race, I'd have Derek say it. 
Okay, all right. Everybody, I don't think... I, maybe we were all thinking of something else. Um, uh, she's a dirty white. She's, she's distracted. She's busy being hot and pretty, and it's, I think, a lot of my job to like clean up after her. Really? Is that true? Guy that yeah. leaves ribs and leaves state? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I uh, clean up her little uh, whippets that she does. Uh, <laughs> I have I have come home before and there's just been a box of empty canisters. Just on Hold the couch. on a second, because this is brand new. This is unbelievable that we always find out something new about you. How, uh, how your girlfriend has a serious whippet addiction? Yeah, like I'll bring it up as a joke. Like, yeah, that's what the whippet queen would say. And she's like, why'd you have to bring it up? I have to go get whippets now. It's <laughs> fucked oh, up. Shit. Does she do them every day? No, she does them like when her friend is around her. She has a specific friend that they do whippets together? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. She's been on Kill Tony before, the friend. Okay. <laughs> she's, uh, she's ratchet. Okay. Very good. She, she's the one that had the police thing around her ankle, the ankle thing. I kind of remember who gives a shit. Okay. I don't need to know his girlfriend's friend. Who gives a fuck? All right. So, have you ever talked with your girlfriend about not hanging out with this ratchet whippet queen? Uh, no. I think she's pretty nice. You know, I think whippets are just what the kids are doing these days. Uh-huh. When you say the kids, how old is your girlfriend again? Twenty-five. Very good. Very good. Okay. What is she like when she's on the whippets? Does she do anything in particular? She's like. Ah. <laughs> Does she ever do th- make that noise when you're inside of her? Never. <laughs> I had a feeling. Ooh, whip it. Ooh, whip it good. <laughs> All right. I love it. So she does a lot of whippets. A box of empty canisters? Oh, yeah, yeah. next to some chicken McNuggets. That was oh, <laughs> that's what they had left us with. Absolute trash. Hey, what can I say? I love America. <laughs> Hans, amazing. Every interview we find out more and more about you. Really, uh, really good set. Fun times tonight. Hans Kim, everybody. Thank How you, about Hans Kim? Make some fucking noise for Hans Kim, everyone. I pre-pull a name, and I go to the name that we pulled before. This is our first bucket pull of the night, so essentially we meet these people together. Sometimes they've been on before. We're all going to figure it out together. The whole thing's crazy and improvised. You guys ready for it? Make some noise for Camilo D. Camilo or Camilo D. Um, I think crystal collecting is just rock collecting for bitches. I think tarot cards are just poker night for dumb bitches. I think astrology is stargazing for stupid ass bitches. I don't know if you guys can tell by those jokes, but I'm a virgin. <laughs> At least I consider myself a virgin because I only fuck with white men, women. Because <laughs> I know that as soon as I touch a Latina, she's going to have a litter of five. And I can't jump another border. Thank you. <laughs> okay, 40 gay seconds from uh, Camilo D. Uh, unbelievable. Oh, dude, I know what it's like, bro. Trust me, I get it, dude. I get it, bro. 
That's happened to me a billion times. Oh my God. Is you, you go by D because that's what you love? Ah. <laughs> oh, dude, Damn. that was a fucking Freudian slip. Hassan? I, I, I feel like he just had a nightmare that you've had. Yeah. <laughs> you call it a nightmare. That's a wet dream to me, man. Hey, yo, bitches be stupid. <laughs> women retarded. I be fucking dudes. I mean women. <laughs> fucking shit, man. I fucked up, dude. Yeah, that's not my nightmare, bro. That's his nightmare what just happened. Tonight, you're going to wake up in the morning like, fuck. You were a fucking uh, goddamn fucking syllable away from survival there. You were a woo away. Woo-man. Woo-man. Woo my second language, man. Hey, yo, I be fucking dudes. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. I fucked up, dude. <laughs> Dog, I said I was fucking dudes. Dude. I like that's the only part anybody's gonna fucking remember, dog. Yo, I said the fucking astrology's stupid, crystals is stupid, and then I accidentally said I fucked dudes. I fucked up, dog. I fucked up, dude. I fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up. Is it Camillo? Camillo? Camilo, yeah. Camilo. Yeah. Camilo D. How long have you been on stand-up? Uh, two years. Two years. All of it here in Austin? Uh, yes, sir. What do you do for work? I'm an electrician. Electrician. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. You ever gone on a call and you go in somebody's place and it's a fucking... Just dude in his shorts. And he's like, hey, I need some help over here. Uh, you don't remember me? Oh, you uh, son of a bitch. You son of a I remember it well. I remember it well. It was a magical moment. Put his little rocket in my socket, you know what I mean? The electricity was flowing. Okay, Jesus Christ, Red Man. <laughs> you don't remember me? And then I saved it, dude. I got the fucking guy. Dude, it was fucking huge, dude. Like, at first, me being gay was bad, and then I turned it around like I do with dudes. I took the opportunity, and I fucked it in the ass. How old are you, Camilo? Camilo? I'm about to turn 26. 26. What yeah. do you do for fun in this crazy world when you're not doing stand-up comedy? Stand-up. Soccer. Soccer? Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Damn, you are gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I mean, I, I suck at... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you like balls on your feet and your hands. It's great. You like them on your face. Hell yeah. Absolutely. I bet when you're hanging out with dudes, it gets a little messy. <laughs> Soccer reference. Shut up. Relax. <laughs> All right. What else about you, Camille? What would we be surprised to know about you? 
I'm training for the half marathon here in Austin. You're training for the what? Half marathon. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm, so I'm running a lot. Drinking half a drink tonight. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? I fucking. That's, that's what I'm doing right now. Why aren't you training for a real marathon? And just, uh, that's too much. Why, why don't you just uh, do it and then finish uh, halfway? Just stop <laughs> and then brag to your friends about how you did it. That's a good idea. Hell yeah, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so a half marathon, do they just give you like a fucking half a medal if you uh, finish that or something? Like a half a trophy? I get like... half a dick. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. Now Wait, he's gay again. I'm gay again. I'm gay again. Look, dude, I was doing my I was super gay, and then I flipped it on Tony, and then I was gay again, dude. <laughs> it's like a trilogy. It's fucking Return of the Jedi, but it's me being gay, dude. I fucking... Fucking fucked up again, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, I love it. So what is your love life actually like when you're uh, out there with the women? Nothing right now is dead. Nothing right now. It's yeah, dead. Man. You're fucking a dead chick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but seriously, like the last time you were with a woman, you're 26, you're Latino. You, I mean, you are ready to breed. Um, so let's talk about I'm it. I'm a little late, actually. What? I'm a little late on breeding. You're a what? Late. Right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so yeah, let's yeah. go to my question. <laughs> What's going on? Last time you got laid, what happened there? What happened? I don't know. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding, man. I, uh... I know you're kidding. I, I always know when you're joking because the room goes completely silent. <laughs> so, like, when was it? About ballpark how long ago? Uh, three years. Oh, shit. Trace? You basically are a virgin. Yeah. If a Latino goes two years or more without getting laid, they are re-virginized. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that. Yeah. Okay. When's the last time you saw, speaking of virgins, when's the last time you saw Virgin Mary in, like, toast or something like that? <laughs> That happens to your people a lot. You're like, oh, shit, God's talking to me, or something, right? <laughs> All right. Maybe toast isn't the right. And you're uh, on your uh, tortilla. Tortilla, there you go. Tostada. Tostada, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Tostada is a couple dude salads, uh, from what I understand. <laughs> All right, Camillo D. Here's a little joke book. Thank you. Fun times. Welcome. There he goes. On to the next one. Dude! <laughs> he was so gay. Dude, I fucked up, dude. <laughs> there was that one good part. I can hear you do that all night. Hey, y'all. You know, you should not have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. No doubt about it. As I look through the Game Time app right now, I see some of the amazing upcoming events in our area. I just went and saw Drake. Turns out he's playing again at the Frost Bank Center Thursday for a great, great price. There's also some comedians that we like on there. Burt Kreischer. Ooh, look at that. Beetlejuice live on Broadway. We Ooh. love Beetlejuice. My mom loves Mark Anthony. Maybe I'll buy her tickets and fly her out with our new uh, money that we made from doing arenas. <laughs> 
You know, you can get last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. It's easy to find and buy tickets for any kind of event in your area. Red Band. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in price to show your total upfront so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. No doubt about it. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code KILLTONY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code K-I-L-L-T-O-N-Y for $20 off. That's Ooh. why. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. You know, sometimes we all get down. The extreme highs of being in front of sold-out arenas and living your dreams can be exciting. And then all of a sudden, you're all alone. And it's all quiet. And uh, yeah, there's no way to chase that serotonin and dopamine levels that you had going on before. Thank goodness there's Talkspace, which makes it easy to find a therapist that anyone could like. It's convenient to meet online, at home, or wherever you're most comfortable. Do you think seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or afford them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist, but why wait? You can get a therapist right now through Talkspace. Therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times, and be a guiding light. Getting started is the most important part. Talkspace makes it easy and affordable. They could even help you with eating addictions red band <laughs> you with Talkspace, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with the provider that's right for you typically within 48 hours it's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home there's no need to miss time at work or line up child care in order to attend sessions it's mental health care made easy that's right. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash Tony. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Tony to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tony. Make some noise for your next comedian, ZZ, everyone. ZZ. We believe. Okay. Come on, one more time for ZZ, everyone. What's up? Okay, is the minute started? Okay. Uh, hi. Uh, I grew up in Iraq. I moved to the US 2017. Um, in my culture, we have a saying, uh, when you want someone to leave and never come back, to throw seven rocks behind them. Rocks. Rocks, not bombs, rocks. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. No, seven, not eight, seven. So the day when I was moving, I turned to my family and said, demolish the house behind me. Rumor has it they found weapon of mass destructions beneath it. Well, no, this is bullshit. Uh, I just turned 37. Why are you fucking laughing? I'm allowed to brag about turning 37. I look fucking fly. Um, my mom wants me to settle down and like find a good guy and marry. She doesn't know I live in Austin. Um, so. 
There you go. ZZ, no, everybody. Jesus Christ. No, that's not how it works, ZZ. Nope, 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 nope. The man is talking, Iraqi woman. No, that's not how the show works. Please. You know better than anybody. I know your fucking father would never let you. Only talk if I ask you a question. No, stop talking. Don't, don't fucking need... stop. You're gonna ruin this for everybody like you did fucking our economy. <laughs> you Iraqi fucking people. It's absolutely incredible. There's your hackiest joke ever. You couldn't have bombed any harder, but Iraqi people don't really bomb. Turns out like Thank the you, actual John, Iraqis. Okay, very good. That's great. Don't talk. Yes, sir. Like sure. most Iraqis, you had no weapons of destruction here tonight. Um, absolutely incredible. You suck at this. How, Thank you how so long much. have you been? How long have you been attempting? Don't talk unless I ask you a question. You're okay, sir. fucking sir. unbearable. Relax. Only answer questions and answer them honestly. Okay. Sure. You're, how long have you been doing stand-up? Three months. Uh huh. All here in Austin, Texas. Yeah. This is where you live. Yeah. What do you do for a living? <clears throat> I work at UT. UTI? <laughs> Is that the only UT you know? You look like it. Yeah, I look like I have a urinary tract infection. You look bother. like you've never been to college. Okay, very good. Yes, okay. good one. You're never right. come back, Zayzen. <laughs> oh, Can somebody throw a shoe at her? UT Austin, UT Austin. <laughs> What did you say? ZZ, you are unbearable. Stop talking. Have you ever seen this show before? No, only, only on YouTube shorts. Right, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, said, you said to respond honestly. I am honest. ZZ, you are unbearable. Oh, my God. What do you do at my UT? My mom would agree. Okay, there she goes. ZZ, everybody, you're the worst. There you go. Very good. Never sign up again. You're unbearable. Nope. No goodbye, no joke book, no nothing. No words. How about a big boo for ZZ, everybody? Come on! You can boo harder than that. Yeah. All right, got another bucket pull here. Anything can happen. Let's see if a good, this looks like, it seems like the name of a good old American girl, huh? Make some noise for Corinne Aaliyah, everybody. Here we go, Corinne Aaliyah. you guys ever realize that God doesn't answer prayers because he keeps killing all the wrong people? Yeah, I figured that out recently because uh, my dad is still alive. <laughs> yeah, I have daddy issues in case you can't tell. He didn't leave or anything. I just fucking hate that guy. You know? But uh, it's okay. It's okay because he still follows me really close on OnlyFans. Yeah, he'll leave comments under my stuff. He'll be like, I miss you, sweetheart. You have your mother's tits. Please return my calls. Love, Dad. You guys, in case you guys didn't know this, women in comedy aren't actually funny. We're not. <laughs> it's because we aren't having the shit beat out of us anymore. Like the good old days. You know? At least, at least the Middle East is doing one fucking thing, right? <laughs> Making women funny again. That's it. Thanks. Fuck yeah. Corinna Leah. 
That last joke would have hit a lot harder if that Middle Eastern bitch didn't eat it right before you. I gotta tell you. She ruined you. That was incredible. They missed one. There's one not getting beat hard enough out there. Oh, that yeah. was amazing. That was good Thank you. stuff. Corinne, Aaliyah? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Have you been on this show before? No, I've never been on. Welcome, welcome. How long have you been on stand-up? Uh, five months. Five months. All of it here in Austin? Yes. This is where you're from? No. Where are you from? I'm originally from Louisiana. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's your ethnicity? I am a weird ethnicity. I'm actually Cajistani. It's a word that my friend coined. I'm actually half Pakistani and I'm half Cajun. Wow. Yeah, uh, my okay. my mom's family's from Louisiana, and my dad's Pakistani. Wow, Hassan's heart is a rock. Pretty sure he wants to pack your Stanny. Yeah, dude. I was gonna say that food must make you shit something fierce. That's crazy, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> the old shrimp and hummus, you know what I mean? The old fucking, the old fucking, uh, all right. <laughs> There's not much you could do with Pakistani and Cajun. It's a, it's a hard combo. So your mom is the Pakistani? Dad's... No, my dad. Okay. And uh, he found your uh, white-like Cajun mother? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. In Louisiana, what does your dad do for a living? I don't know. I don't talk. To, I haven't talked to him in very years. How so, many years? Like five. Really, five yeah. years not talking to your dad. The last time you guys talked, what was the context of that? What was that like? I don't even remember, to be honest. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. Red band. Cool. Okay, well, at least Sick. Not, so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, his dad tried to fuck her is what Red Band's implying. Yeah. For those of you that are in seventh grade and Hell have yeah. an absolutely moronic sense of humor during a serious part of an interview. So you said that you wanted your dad to be murdered in your 60 seconds, and you're saying that you haven't talked to him in years, but you don't remember any of the trauma that he instilled upon you exactly? Oh, he definitely did traumatize me as a child. Let's but... talk about it. <laughs> no, just like when I was growing up, just emotionally just ignored me and was absent. There's... Dude is a dad. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Good. Good. Okay. How long have you lived in Austin? I've moved here at the end of January. And how's it going for you? How do you like it? I really like it out here. Yeah. Yeah. What do you like to do? What do you do for fun? Um, I fight. You fight? I do Muay Thai. Oh, shit. Okay. There goes Red Band's chances of a successful rape. All right, okie dokie. Hell yeah. Wow, you do Muay Thai. He does more Thai food than anybody else. So, so. He does Pad Thai. Yeah, those are the only Pad All right, okay. Um, very fun, Corinne. So what else is going on? Other than uh, Muay Thai, what else do you do for fun? Um, I'm pretty when a girl, much... When a girl like Corinne wants to let her hair down, that sweet, sweet young Howard Stern hair that you have. Yeah. How do you do it? Yeah, I look like Borat if you were trans. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> but what else when you want to get crazy? Like what's a, what's a wild night for Corinne Aaliyah? I don't know. I don't 
I don't go out. I don't drink or party or anything like that, like everybody else. So. Because your dad told you, you better not. Exactly. Okay. Precisely. All right. What's your, are you dating somebody? I am. Okay. What does he do? He's around. He's, um... <laughs> My God, is it Michael Gonzalez? No. Holy shit. <laughs> My God, he seems to be close. Red band? No. <laughs> okay. So that's off limits, it seems. <laughs> it's still pretty new. Okay. So. All right. Okay. Uh, you've seen this show before. What else yeah. do you think is an interesting thing that you could talk about right now that before we let you go? That yeah, done? yeah, something really interesting about me. Um, or anything that's ever happened in your life. Maybe yeah. you almost died or saved somebody's life. Yeah, I actually, I actually lost my virginity to a pedophile. Amazing. Your dad. Great answer. Yeah. No, not my dad. Not my dad. No. Okay. This is great. This is exactly yeah. the type of interview I love. Yeah. Things just took a turn here. <laughs> so, when you say you lost your virginity to a pedophile, mm -hmm. what do you mean exactly? Go ahead. Oh, uh, he was my church pastor at the time. Wow. How, how old were you? 16, going to 17. <laughs> Hell yeah. How old was he? He was at least in his 30s. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. It just took a, another turn. A lot of these interviews <laughs> go from, like, hero to villain to fucking... Okay, that's kind of depressing. Is he in jail now? He did go to jail. Right. Uh... He got out. I don't know what. I have no clue what happened to him well, after. Any, yeah, usually it's it was like a Catholic church. Surprisingly, no. What kind was it? Non-denominational. Ah, Hippies. That 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 one. <laughs> we all know how we feel about those non-denominationals. You know what I mean? Right. But it's a church, so they probably hired him right back afterwards. Let's face probably. it. Probably. Okay. And uh, how did that make you? Was that traumatizing for you? Yeah, did significantly. Your, did your dad make you feel bad about it? Did he find out about it? Uh, he doesn't know about it. Oh, okay. Do you think your dad's going to watch this set? I don't know. Is I don't know if he's in the comedy. comedy one of those things? Like, do you sometimes think about your dad when you think about getting good at this and getting better and perhaps being, you know, how old are you? 25. Right. So you have, you're starting young. You have a lot of time to get really good at this. Is, is your dad one of those things where you're like, I'm going to fucking show him this stupid asshole Pakistani piece of shit? Yeah. <laughs> you think about this, right? Yeah. Because that's the thing. You know, we don't really talk about that. But when you're starting, there's people, you know, like the, maybe a girl that broke your heart or the dad that wasn't mm -hmm. in your life or teachers that did this. There's like images in your head where you're like, I'm going to fucking show these people. But your dad's your number one? Pretty much. I write a lot of jokes about it and I think it's funny. You close with your mom? Yeah. And do you talk with her? Is she still with your dad? No. Okay. How long ago did they separate? Uh, like when I was very, very little. Right. And I okay. lived with my mom most of my life in yeah. Louisiana. So you and, and your I... mom just talk shit about him. Yes. And right. she's seen several of my sets and she's, she laughs. She thinks it's funny. I love it. That's yeah. so great to have a supportive mom. That's Absolutely. Amazing. So he Pakistanied his bags and left? Oh <laughs> <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> just, left, just left a little trail of sand right out the door. Absolutely. Hell yeah. All right. Well, uh, amazing, uh, amazing stuff, Corinne. A great interview. Uh, Thanks.
Here, have a big joke book. Have one of these. It's for your files. Put it in your files. Your pedophiles. Ah, la, 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 la. Ah, la, 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 la. All right. Hey, y'all. This episode of Kill Tony is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is, of course, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're managing a growing brand or you're just starting out, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, sell anything from products to content to time, engage with your audience, all in one place, all on your terms. There's no doubt about it. It is incredible. It, you can customize your merch and create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand, design your products, production, inventory, and shipping. It's all handled for you, saving you time and money. You could sell your products on an online store, whether physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. I know who knows a lot about this. His name is Red Ban. You know, Tony, you might not know this. I went to college for website design back in 1995, and it was so hard. And when I first used Squarespace, it was amazing how easy it was. You can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then customize your look update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want so your idea, brand, or business stands out online on every device. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash Tony to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash Tony. Pulled another name out of the bucket. You guys having fun out there? Make some noise for our next bucket pull. Spencer Michael, ladies and gentlemen. Spencer Michael. Here we go. 60 seconds uninterrupted for Spencer Michael. My wife says that I can be emotionally insensitive. Like the other day she calls me up and she goes, Honey, I've got some terrible news. Uncle Dave was in a car accident. They had to cut him out. It's really bad. I'm like, oh my God, Uncle Dave, is he okay? She goes, we don't know. I'm like, well, what happened? She goes, we don't know. I'm like, well, how'd you find out? She goes, well, his daughter called us. His daughter, babe, my Uncle Dave is gay. He doesn't have a daughter. Oh, do you mean your Uncle Dave? Shit, baby, why didn't you say that? I was worried. Anyway, he's dead now, so it doesn't matter. But, so I can be worried though. Like when my mom got breast cancer a few years ago, I was terrified. But um, she ended up being okay. She had a, a double mastectomy, though. And I didn't know this, but part of the process of the reconstruction is they suck out some of that tummy fat, and they pop it up top, create two new boobs. She thought it was cool because she got a boob job and a tummy tuck at the same time. I thought it was cool because now it's not that weird when I check out her tits. It's just her fucking stomach. Thank you, all. All right. Spencer Michael. This is your first time on the show, right? It is, it is. Has anybody ever told you that you look like if someone sucked all of the blood out of Anthony Jeselnik? <laughs> You'd be the first, Tony. Well, there you go. Welcome, welcome. Thank Indeed. you. Uh, Spencer, you're wearing the uh, lucky Italian pepper there. I am, yes. I'm not that Italian myself, but I married into basically a mob family. So Okay. Keeps is that where up. you got the jacket, the t-shirt, the Absolutely, pants? Absolutely, the whole thing now, yeah. Absolutely. If I don't look the part, I stand out. So How old are you? I'm 28. You're only 28. You yes. got married. How long were you with this girl? 
I've been with her for 10 years now, uh, wow. married for five years. 10 years. So you were 18. 18 years was, old. Is that yeah, the girl that you lost your virginity to? No. Oh, does she know that? Yes, she does. Yeah. Were you the guy that she lost her virginity to? Yes, I was. <laughs> Just me, no one else. You believe that? <laughs> You are not yes. the godfather. <laughs> All right. Spencer, how long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, stand-up for about a month now. Okay. Only a month. Adorable. You started here in Austin. This is where you live? Yep, that is correct. Okay. What do you do for work? Uh, I market pharmaceutical drugs. Oh, wow. What a piece of shit Jesus you Christ. are. <laughs> Hell yeah. The old Pfizer miser. Absolutely, yeah. Who got the jab? Everybody? It's like a young yeah, no. no, they all they're not here because they died, you faggot. <laughs> He's like a young Bushimi. He looks like the sloth from Ice Age. That's what he looks like. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. D Madness is going to watch Ice Age real quick. He's gonna be right back. He's like, I, I don't get it. Show me that shit real quick. Let me feel the... All right. Okay. So you're 28 years old. You've been in the same relationship for 10 years. One month in a stand-up. What made you want to start stand-up? Uh, it's a little bit more fun than marketing drugs for the bad guys. So well, yeah, but you still have happier. to do that to make a living. Exactly. I do. I got a kid now, so I can't walk away from it too quickly. Right. So what exactly do you do? I'm on the relationship side. So basically, I'm just a friendly voice on the other side of the phone so that the company that I work for can market more and more drugs for the people that make them. So, uh, the company that you- You're not making can, friends, I can tell, it's you're, fine. You're advertising that the drugs by the huge pharmaceutical companies are good, basically, and you're coming up with ideas for that, or you're really just the relation- Really just on the relation side. I'll give them some ideas, but I'm not- Like, well, what's anything. one of your ideas that you've given a pharmaceutical company? Let me play. I mean, I have a couple I signed an NDA for, but one was to show more diversity. They really seem to like that one a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, that's that. you causing that, huh? Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Gotta have a Mexican, a black, a... a white, and at least one woman, and you'll be able to sell some drugs. Wow. Incredible. You're the scum of the earth. <laughs> uh, now you sound like my mom. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, the girl you're with is Italian. What is, uh, what do you notice about Italian culture that you're not used to? What are some things that stand out to you? you Got to give them more room to talk. You can't stand too close. Or you're going to get smacked on the head. That's a pretty big one. That's true. You get uh, that She's got like three uncles that aren't related to her. So yeah. that was weird for me. She's got like Uncle Tony, Andy, and Vinny. Yep. Um, they're cool guys, but yeah, they're not blood related at all. That is true. A fun fact is that Italians have uncles, black people have cousins. Uh, for those of you keeping track, it is a cultural thing. Don't ask too many questions. I might get slapped. You know what I mean? Yeah, I bet they bully you a lot. You have a vitamin D deficiency. That's the first time hearing of it. Have you? Uh, did you get vaccinated yourself? I don't normally, I mean, the, the fucking everybody, uh, the fucking kind of, oh, they got political, don't ever since Tony moved to Texas. They think it's, they think it's, they're putting the chicken after the egg or something like that. I moved here because of this. I did, I did regret it, but I did get it, yeah. Did you get a booster? I did get a booster, too. Did you get two boosters? Just the one, I came to my senses Just the one, did you, how did it make you feel? Did you feel good? 
You got COVID immediately felt, afterwards? Oh, immediately. It was like yeah. three months later. And it yeah, was it's just, almost crazy. It really came down. Yeah. Yeah. How, how did, uh, how did it uh, treat you, though? You must have been, since you were vaccinated, you must have been just done with it immediately. Not right? at all. It was like three weeks. It was coughing. Three weeks after shit. being vaccinated. Yeah. It's amazing because it's so safe and effective. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> right. I mean, it's crazy because you see all the stats and everything that the big companies pay for, but it almost seems like fucking anybody you talk to in real life has the same fucking story. It's kind of crazy, right? Uh, absolutely. And, and I you haven't... sling that uh, as a profession. Uh, similar shit, but You yeah. sleep at night. Not well. Right. Very good. Just making sure. Now I like you. Very good. Way to own it. Okay, so Spencer, what do you do for fun? Uh, I play music. I'm a drummer. Really? You're a drummer? Oh, well, well, well. I got news for you, my friend. I don't know if you know this. Are you, are you, a, are you a fan of the show? Yeah. You know how this works? I, we have a historical yeah. segment called A Mexican Drum Off, ladies and gentlemen, where you have a chance right now, even though you're only a month into comedy and my, we don't even know your drum skills whatsoever, but if, for the sake of history, we have a segment where you can become the full-time drummer of the show. If you beat Michael Gonzalez in a drum solo battle, which the audience, not even us, can't even make it up, but you guys get to decide who the better drummer was on this night. And if you win, you're the new full-time drummer. You get to leave your job oh. as a piece of shit fucking oh, yeah. big, drum, big drug company fucking advertising relations guy. And you get to be the new drummer on Kill Tony every single episode. We're talking fucking arenas. We have arenas. Arenas. We're an arena act. You could be in arenas with your fucking Italian Halloween costume. Just live in your dreams. And by the way, how it works is Michael Gonzalez would have to become a drug-slinging uh, guy and he would be fucking your ultra-Italian wife. That's another thing. You have to completely switch lives. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, this will be a drum solo. Get back there. This is uh, Spencer Michael. It's been a long time since we've had one of these. Very controversial, this segment, because a lot of people have said in the past that uh, this or that, that people have done good or bad, but we're going to find out. Spencer, how do you feel back there? You confident? You feel good? All right, here we go. This is a Mexican drum off. This is Spencer Michael, everybody. your big finishing move there? All right, come on, Michael. Play the fucking drums. I could beat you right now, but I'm not going to. I'm not going, no, I'm not going to. Ladies and gentlemen, defending his throne, Michael Gonzalez, everybody. You know I would, but I'm not gonna do that. I wanna be entertained. This is Michael's throne, Michael's job to lose. This is Michael Gonzalez.
Jeez Louise. A brutal murder has taken place here today. Yeah, good job, dude. Spencer, Michael, how do you feel like that went? Oh, I think I know who won. It was pretty fucking obvious. How many of you have Spencer Michael winning and being the new full-time drummer of Kill Tony? I agree, dude. Come on. There's one retard in the room. How many of you have Michael Gonzalez keeping his job? You tried, Spencer. You gave it your all. Hassan? Well, I just, I, it was just nice to see the pharmaceutical drug pusher get his shit kicked in. That was nice. Yeah. Bro, I felt like Michael did that for America. That's how I felt. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> God bless you, Michael. For sure. Uh, but, my friend, since your uh, drum solo was solo energy, I'm going to give you some energy plus caffeine toothpicks from our friends over at Zipix. And here, my friend, is indeed a month in, a little joke book for you to get started. You're going to give Michael his drumsticks back? You're going to let him keep them? Oh, you got a souvenir. You'll always remember the night you got fucking absolutely demolished. <laughs> Hell yeah. Have a great night. Spencer Michael, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. All right. We're going to keep it moving here. Make some noise for your next bucket pull. 60 seconds uninterrupted for Blake Alexander. Make some noise, everybody. Blake Alexander. These people wait all night for this. Make some noise for Blake Alexander. Hey, hey, I appreciate you. Nice to see you. Uh, family dynamics are interesting. Mom and dad are very different creatures. If you really piss mom off, she might ground you or go cry in her room. If you really piss dad off, he might kill the whole family. What Michael Jackson did to those kids is bad. But wouldn't it be so much worse to get molested by some nobody? I don't know about you folks, but I would let Caitlyn Jenner go down on me. I would, for sure. Because then I would have bragging rights for the rest of my life. Like, oh yeah? Well, I got head from one of the Jenner girls. People would be like, really? Which one? Nah, don't worry about it. I appreciate you. Thank you, folks. There you go. Okay, Blake Alexander, solid set. How's it going, Blake? Doing wonderful, brother. First time on the show? Second time. Okay, yeah. welcome back. How long have you been doing stand-up? Like four years. All of it here in Texas? No, I started in Colorado, like right around the beginning How of the pandemic. How long have you been in Austin? Uh, about two years now, coming up. Okay, what do you do for a living? I'm a bartender on 6th Street. Bartender on 6th Street, okay. Yeah. I'm starting to remember that. West 6th or this side of 6th? Uh, this side of 6th. Interesting. The boundary you look dirty. Well, little well too put together to be on this side of 6th Street. Hell yeah. I creep. I'm a degenerate. Okay, tell us more about that. Yeah, I mean, um... I got sober recently, like five months sober of uh, alcohol, so that was, uh, you know, beer's big for me. I definitely like, yeah, I appreciate you, of course. Not yeah. projecting, please, everyone drink, enjoy it. If you can enjoy it, please do. Like, again, having a couple cocktails, what a, what a beautiful part of life if you can do that and not also almost kill yourself on a monthly, weekly basis. How, how or, terrible you know. did your drinking get? I mean, at a level... A lot of crazy, yeah, just a lot of crazy shit. I bl completely black out. Give us a quantity. Like, when would you start? What would you drink? I would, I just, I go into the plan. I'm like, yeah, maybe have a couple shots and, you know, 
And then, uh, but mostly kind of just keep the beers or keep the like individual drink cocktails. But once I get a couple of shots in, it's like the demon just, you and know. what I, types I, of things would happen when the demon. Yeah, so I like to, yeah, I would do like, again, I would love to get sex work. <laughs> yeah, like. You would order prostitutes. Well, I didn't like actually fucking the prostitutes. I, that made me feel dirty. So I had to. Yeah. What the what fuck? What kind of blackout drunk are you, dude? <laughs> yo. Hey, yo, get over here. I want to talk with you. <laughs> My fucking no. dad was so mean to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I definitely went there probably a couple of dozen times or maybe a dozen or something. But uh, I really settled on a massage and a hand job. That's like, for me, the sweet spot. Uh-huh. Like a legit massage? Yeah. I mean, that's what's amazing about the service that exists. Um, Asian massage parlors, but also private dealers online. It's unbelievable. Just just an hour massage. I would I recommend everyone. So encourage an everyone. hour long full body massage. Just get a massage for your own like healthcare, and you'll feel amazing. Thank you. Yes, we all get our advice from uh, dirty Sixth Street bartenders. Thank you. Hey, amazing. massage is self care. That's objective. Right. <laughs> Getting massages is good but, for mental health. Yeah. Thank you. No, again, you'll feel good. But um, hand job is the greatest thing to top you, off. You a know, massage. you can do that to yourself. <laughs> I prefer not. I've, I've had plenty of experience with that. I, I enjoy the novelty. I don't think, uh, does, has anyone ever given you a better hand job than you? Never. Uh, an old Asian woman at a massage parlor. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, hey, hey, dog. Yeah. I get you. Oh, shit. I get yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm alone out here. Wow. It's like not even close. So like, (laughs) it's like like not even close. They're the Usain Bolts of giving hand jobs, dog. You don't even know. Damn, that is so interesting. You you can't give yourself a forehand hand job. A forehand hand job. Yeah, at a level. Two girls. Saying an upside down. Two girls. You're just two girls in the room, like at a level. There's just fun little creations. Four hands at once. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe working the balls again, stimulating. It seems like there's more than just that going on. I don't. No, th- I don't I, think you have the dick that would take four hands. No, I mean I'm not literally saying two. I have a four hand dick. But so what do you have? Like is someone like rubbing your thigh or something like no, that? No, there's two balls and you know. So the, you know, they have uh, one hand on each ball. Is that what you're implying? I mean, they, they get creative. They literally try to suck on the nipples. I'm like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, Easy. don't do that. Like, you're not my girlfriend. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm blacked out drunk. Stay away from these nips. Yeah, bro. No, not, no, yeah. no. I'm I paying you. I make the rules. That's, a, that's an amazing thing, though, at a level. The sure thing of it. That's what goes kind of addictive. Other than sucking on the nips, what else have they tried to do that you've they try. Them? They try to suck. They try to escalate. And you don't want that. I go, no. No, no respectfully. Shoot, no. no mouth. No, no mouth. No. Hand and your accent, so they understand. Hand only. Yeah. And, and Why they, is that? Why would you... Teeth, sorry. Your, their teeth are what? Rotting out of their mouth. Oh, jeez. You know these are, no, not all of them. You, these are low budget. The one that tried to blow me, again, if she had a nice set of teeth, it might have been a different story. Wow. Yeah, he's just poor. Yeah. <laughs> How much were you paying no, for these? I, I haven't only, it's not only these gross, like, mangled women. There's, again, there's a range. There's, before, before I, I quit drinking, kind of why I quit drinking, part of it was, I went and signed up for two open mics and then got, like, blackout drunk and then ended up going and, Again, this Brazilian, Ooh. This private, private, you know. Uh-huh. Not, With, you don't go to a salon. Yeah, did you give her a hand job? <laughs> Those Brazilians are wild. If, if, if the opportunity presented itself, I may have. But no, she was a real woman. And, um, in call it, it, or out call? <laughs> in call. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, and she, yeah so, so like they call, it's amazing. It's a beautiful thing not to blow up their, you know, thing. All the dirt balls were wondering, in call yeah. or out call. Yeah, no, it was a very comfortable in call. Airbnb, yeah. safe. 
but I had trouble. Yeah. It was this horrible thing. Like, they're so beautiful. It's unbelievable almost how beautiful they are. And I'm like, wow, you're really doing this? Or, no, again, not, I'm not You were drunk. Rarely. No, no, no. You, st- you see the pictures when you, you know, if you do your research, you're, you're doing sober research, drunk integration, drunk in- execution. So have you gotten one of these girls since you've been sober? No, no, that, it's definitely... Even though the pictures a, of them are so beautiful. <laughs> no, it, 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 trust me, I still stand by a couple of these Quote, gals. Quote, yeah. unbelievable. A couple. One no, could no. not believe how beautiful uh, these maybe, available maybe, maybe. <laughs> women are to come over and give a hand job. For the price, I would say unbelievable. It, you know, for what just was a the price? What's the price of a Brazilian? It was for a 30-minute, 150. What's the price of an Asian for an hour? What? Sorry. What's the price of an Asian for an hour? Oh, 120 for a massage plus a hand. What's yeah. the price for an Asian for a half an hour? I, I I didn't go. I was I was indulgent. I always go the 60 minute. You always go with the 60. <laughs> I like the massage. I so love 60 the massage. minute 120, but 30 minute hand job from a Brazilian 150. That, and she's I'm, te- I'm and they don't do massages. They'll just straight to the dick. They will not rub oh. a shoulder. And they for 30 minutes they give you like 10 minutes of a shoulder massage. Ugh. So it's like yeah, it's pretty much right to business. But again, it's still kind of cute. Yeah. All right. By the way, the massages he's talking about, his price range, are not real massages. It's just a girl doing this me. to your... <laughs> Disgusting. I don't even like you. We're here for business purposes only. I'm a loyal, loyal boy. That's all this is. All right. So, uh, Blake, anything else crazy we'd be surprised to know about you? Last time you were on the show, you probably weren't sober, right? This is why I don't recognize you. You're like one of those dogs that were, like got rescued and like you're all like cleaned up now, right? <laughs> like a different shade and shape and everything. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Definitely probably a little bit healthier. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm chilling. I'm, uh, yeah, less, less crazy uh, sex work and addiction and waking up, you know, 4 a.m. at a random gas station, you know. Sure. Yeah. Lost phone and shit. So, yeah, trying to live, trying to... Enjoy this miracle of life. And last time I'm you were on, you got a little joke <laughs> Sorry, book? Uh, no, I got a big joke book. Okay, well, there you go. Enjoy it. Keep right. it going. Blake Alexander, I appreciate everybody. you. Have a good night. I love you all. Thank you. We're flying through them tonight. Another bucket pool. We're flying through them. Make some noise for Samantha Blumenthal, everybody. Samantha Blumenthal. Here we go. Hey guys, uh, I was a rhythmic gymnast for 12 years. Just wanted to show you that. In case anything I say bombs, you still know I'm talented. Thank you. Uh, Last night, this guy told me I had resting astrology face. And I don't get it. Guys just think that I just kind of like know everything about zodiac signs and crystals. I don't understand. You know, I don't know things about that, but I do believe in minerals. Men are real fucking dumb. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I think this is because of my dad. Uh, When I was growing up, my dad fucked my best friend, uh, Diana Ray. Yeah, you can look her up on Facebook. She's uh, she's really fucking hot. Um, I want to be... I want to be really clear. I love my dad. And he's, he's not a pedophile. No, no. It's worse. He's a bar mitzvah DJ. Yeah. Uh, My friends tell me all the time, they're like, Sam, you have daddy issues. I'm like, how do I have daddy issues? I don't even fucking talk to him. Thank you. There you go, Samantha Blumenthal doing all of her time. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well, how are you? Great, how long have you been doing stand-up? Two months. 
two months. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Very fun. Thank you. Resting astrology. Men are all dumb. I don't know if you know this, but we found out earlier that women uh, that are into astrology and stuff are uh, fucking dumb bitches. (laughs) According to a Mexican gay guy that was on earlier. Okay. Uh, so you're two months in. You yeah. live here in Austin? I do live in Austin, okay. yeah. I moved here four and a half years ago. From? Chicago. Chicago, absolutely. Yeah. Good move. Get yeah. out of there, especially this time of the year. An absolutely yeah. miserable fucking place, especially for a little Jewish girl. It, thank you, yeah. Uh, oh, it's so cold, I can't even walk. Right? Well, can we ask Okay, I'll be honest. I have uh, an autoimmune condition, and now I'm going to You have a what? An autoimmune condition. Okay. It's called cold urticaria. Ooh. So I get hives. Cold urticaria. Isn't that one of your cousins? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. It's because you're black. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Uh, I get hives and really cold temperatures, so that's why I moved to Austin. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, we're going to see those hives when Red Band puts you in his freezer tonight. Uh... (laughs) Okay, Samantha, what do you do for work? I'm a, I'm a dietitian. I help people heal their relationship with food and body image. Let's talk about that. What are some ways that you can heal a relationship with food and body image? Uh, well, you know... What are it's, some of your secrets? I think one of the biggest things that I help with is kind of navigating emotional eating. So, any emotional eaters out in the crowd? Are you listening to this? This is your part. I'm not an emotional eater, Tony. You could save your life. This is your chance to really turn things around. Yeah. It's, you're playing that for you. No, look over here. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. Look, lean over here. Let's listen to her. Put the mic down. Let's just listen to her. Go ahead. Keep that up. So if you feel that you're eating from an emotional place, there's two questions we can ask ourselves. The first one, what am I feeling? The second, what do I need? Because we only know what we need. Right. New when material we know how we feel. and lower ceilings. <laughs> I'm gonna eat so much tonight because you said that. <laughs> He's a little piggy. Oh, we got a little piggy on the soundboard tonight. Alright. I like that. And you've been able to help people. Yes, I have. Yeah. You're good at it? I am good. I just quit my job, though. I was there for four and a half years. You don't do that now? I don't do it anymore. You got no. sick of those fat, sad fox. Yes, I did. Yeah. Enough is enough. Yeah. I'll be working as a dietitian again somewhere else, but I have three yeah. months before I start that. In so call, out call. What are we talking about? <laughs> Red band. <laughs> Red band. <laughs> Being a naughty boy, Red Band. Okay. Um, right, what do you, your parents know that you're doing this? Your Jewish uh, parents still together? Uh, no, they're not. My, Ooh. I mean, my dad fucked my friend. Oh wow, that is interesting. It's, yeah. Jew, usually, Jewish fathers are very uh, centered, balanced. How do you think that went down? Do you know why they ended up fucking? Do you know, like, uh, was your was your uh, friend like a little dirty slut? She was a, a dirty little whore. Um, How old was she when she fucked her dad? Yeah, she. There was more to that. Uh, was she of age? She was nineteen years right. old. So right. yeah. yeah, your dad uh, was patient. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. I mean, you don't just start liking your daughter's best friend at 19. You're kind of right. eyeballing him at the pool a little bit. They're <laughs> slip and slide. Hey. <laughs> oh, 
You better fix hey, yourself. Yeah. Your floaty's did, sliding off. Let me help did you he there. Did he DJ her bat mitzvah? Is <laughs> so she was a bar mitzvah. She was one of his dancers. She was what? So make some noise if you've been to a bar mitzvah. Okay. What are we doing okay, here? Sorry. Let's just get into it. Answer my question. I'm so sorry. Make some noise if you've done some Yiddish shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Come on. Stick oh with God. the stick with the thing here. Make um, some noise if you like saving money. <laughs> Make some noise if you like over retaliating in a war with a barely a competitor. <laughs> Who loves <laughs> destroying civilian life? <laughs> Make some noise! Oh, yeah. You're in a little truth chamber tonight. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. Oh, God. Um, Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, jeez. We love our sponsors. We love our sponsors. Oh, boy. It's all jokes. It's a comedy show. <laughs> Jewish people would never do any of those things. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a clown horn. <laughs> all right. You guys would never do that to Palestine. All right. I think there's, I mean, there's like, there's more interesting things about me than my dad. No, it's cool. Let's stick with your dad okay. and uh, stick with your dad fucking your best friend. You brought it up. Party your minute. I'm just doing my job here. Happening. We can get to those other interesting things. You're a okay. great interview. You're very present. Unbelievable for two months in. I'm Thank serious. You. You're you. fucking great Thank right you. now. But let's get back to the dad for a little bit. Well, then we'll find out more about you. Cool. So what did you leave out of the story? Um, what I leave out of the story... Uh, well, I mean, it was like you technically are a woman once you turn 13... She was 19, so Mazel Tov, Dad. Yeah, she's basically a, basically a fucking cougar at that point. Right, exactly. A juger. Yeah, a juger. A jaguar, I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you said there's more interesting things about you. Let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so uh, I am a contortionist. I was a rhythmic gymnast for 12 years. I'd oh, love yeah. to show you guys something. Absolutely. Absolutely. In call or out call? All right. Okay, here we go. For those of you just listening to the podcast, she is on her hands. Holy shit. She is, uh, oh my goodness. That is incredible. Wow. Unbelievable. Oh my God. I saw her matzo and her balls. Would you like to go? I was uh, I was on our national team uh, when I was in seventh grade. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that is incredible. And Thank you have you. to like stretch a lot for that. I do. Yeah, I stretch a lot for that. I was. Uh, I mean, I stopped. I have I have like pretty bad back problems, but right. obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah. actually, oh, after... yeah, Red Band also has back problems. My back. You're basically a contortionist, Red Band. Yeah, I can. Uh... Yeah, he can sit at a ninety degree angle or lay down. <laughs> It's unbelievable the fucking range on this guy. <laughs> Sleeping or eating. With That's one right. That's right. Unbelievable. Thank so you. let me ask you this, because this is what every dude is thinking in the room right now, dude. 
is uh, what's the craziest uh, contortion position you've ever had sex in? Has anyone ever fucked you? Like, whatever that was, like, froggy style or whatever the fuck. <laughs> froggy fucking style. upside fucking uh, doggy. No, I don't know. I get pretty tired. I just like laying on my back. <laughs> yeah, Jewish girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's a fucking Jewish girl. She's so, more Jewish than contortionist. All the guys that saw her contort that are like, fucking, I'm going to fucking do some crazy shit with that one. She's so, just like, are you done yet? <laughs> are you done yet? So I tried to do crazy shit with my ex, but I found out that he was cheating on me. Uh, I saw videos on his computer. Uh, he was sucking dick while wearing my clothes. No way. Oh my That's why God. I started stand up. That's crazy. I don't remember dating you at all. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not gay at all. <laughs> wow. So, what were you doing on his computer? I was, it was the first time I've ever snooped because I, my intuition was screaming at me. Ooh, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah, and I opened up his computer and it was in a file labeled sus. <laughs> oh, this is such a great interview. Thank you. That is unbelievable. Yeah, it was really traumatic. Um, and and sus. funny, I guess sus s u s. It yeah. really said that. Yeah, and I didn't even have to open anything. Like I, it, I opened the computer and it was just up. Like you know when like you have like a virus and it's just like do 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 do. It was just like video of him sucking dick. Video 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 video. And I'm like, holy fucking shit! You suck dick better than I do. Right. Obviously, Jewish <laughs> girl. Jewish <laughs> women are known for that. <laughs> What, uh, what types of uh, articles of clothing of yours was he wearing? Uh, just like a few of my favorite shirts, uh, like pants like this. Right, like girly stuff. Girly stuff, you know, and I don't want to like shame his kinks, but like he fucking cheated on me, you know? Right. And it's like, fuck that. It's okay, I'm over it. Right, <laughs> that's amazing. Do you think you're a little bit perhaps, uh, perhaps prude, like you were not satisfying him? Or I mean, it seems like he's pretty much gay though. I so just didn't kinda... have a dick, you know? Right, so is he yeah. like happily gay now? I is don't he, know. Is he out of your closet? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking smart one. That's a smart, smart and funny. That checks all the fucking boxes right there. He came out of your closet. <laughs> that's great, yeah. Unbelievable, who yeah, that's writes funny. this shit? Yeah. Okay. Um, but is he like totally gay now? I have no idea. Like I had to just disconnect myself from right. that. Yeah. Right. For myself, you know? Right. Did you at least send yourself the videos? Uh... Oh, I have. I recorded it. Because I'm like, right. if he gets home and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. I'd be like, well, look, you know? Right. I still have it. Do you Absolutely. masturbate to that? Yeah, I masturbate to it every night, you know? Yeah. Right. No, I don't. <laughs> Right. So have you moved, have you been with another man since that happened? I have, yeah. Okay. Are you currently in a relationship? I am not. Right. So you're you're just dating? I'm just yeah. I'm Is just it mostly just Jewish guys? Was never, he a Jewish guy? No. What, what was he? Uh, not religious. Just a goy. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, uh he was uh Mexican and Egyptian. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Mexican and Egyptian, two different types of brown. Yeah. 
and yeah. brown is what he was into. Yeah. Yeah. The assholes of men. Exactly. Okay. I saw that, yeah. All right. Um, well, an amazing, amazing time. I'm going to give you a big joke book, Hell which yeah. is almost unprecedented yeah. for two months Thank in, you. but you're a fucking great interview. Fun times. There you go. Absolutely. There she goes. Samantha Blumenthal. Yeah. Okay. Another uh, another bucket pull. We're getting through it tonight. Make some noise for Holden DeShazo. Holden DeShazo or perhaps DeShazo. Yo, what's up? If I look young up here, y'all are all correct. I'm 16. Yeah, yeah. I was born 16 years ago, and I haven't been in pussy since. You know? This isn't my first time doing comedy, though. The first time I did it, it was in front of a crowd of like 14, 15 people, which was cool to be doing stand-up, much less in front of the same size crowd as the WNBA playoffs. Know what I mean? My mom actually said she was going to wash my mouth out with soap for, like, saying all these bad words and stuff. Like, I don't know who she thinks she's talking to. You know what I mean? Because I'm Gen Z. We did the fucking Tide Pod challenge. You know what I mean? Like, dial soap ain't going to do shit. That's like giving an opioid addict Tylenol. Like, that shit just doesn't work out. You know what I mean? Actually, speaking of drugs, I did get busted for smoking weed recently. It's weird I got caught, though. I ran out of weed. And I did what any 16-year-old do. I went into my mom's room, top drawer in her dresser. I busted into her stash of weed. I smoked all of it, and I only got caught when we realized we had the same dealer. And we both left disappointed because my grandma sold all of it. <laughs> Thank you, guys. That's my time. What the fuck? What the fuck? Okay. This is unbelievable. You're a very, 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 very funny 16-year-old. That's incredible. Appreciate it. 16. Yes, sir. For real. Yeah. Unbelievable. I'm not faking like Heath Cordes. I'm real. <laughs> no, he's real. He's real. I checked that motherfucker's ID night one. I, I did not believe it. Yeah. But no, he is uh, 21 and looks younger than you. It is crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so, wow. How long have you been doing stand-up? It'll be a year this month. And you do, uh, you do a lot of it? You Woo! put a lot of work into it? Yes, sir. I've been doing uh, a lot of open mics. I'm from Houston, so... That's where you live? Yes, sir. I've been hitting up Secret Group, all that stuff. I love it. I love it. We yeah, love yeah. it over there. We love everything about Houston. It's a very, very, very fun place. So, a year in stand-up, and you're still in high school? I'm actually homeschooled now. Okay. Yeah. All right. To do this. You know, is everybody that just drops out of school, do they just say they're homeschooled? Is that like a thing? Maybe. I mean, I don't do a lot of school for homeschool, but I mean, there's a lot less school shootings, so that's good. But, yeah. That is true. That is true. People like you staying at home. It's just home shootings. Yeah, no, yeah. I love it. That's it. So this is absolutely incredible. 16 yeah. years old, you have a definitive punchline setups. Is this something you've always wanted to do? What made you want to start doing this a year ago? It was weird. So like September of last year, I went to go see Bill Burr at Toyota Center. Yeah, shout out Bill Burr. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. And I was like, man, that's cool. I could do this. Yeah. I was like, that's exactly. Yeah. 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 That's exactly how I felt when Dane Cook's Vicious Circle came out. Oh, yeah. 2004. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about it. So then you start, you go to your first open mic. Yeah. At 15? 
I was 15. It was weird because I called around and I was like, hey, I'm 15. Will y'all let me in? And they said, fuck no. So I told my mom, they said yes. And we just showed up to the club. Right. For those of you listening from around the world, a very interesting fun fact about Texas is there's, they have an unbelievable amount of really cool laws for performers. You can smoke whatever you want. You can do whatever you want as long as you're on a stage performing of some kind. And also anyone under 21 in the state of Texas is allowed in any bar or club whatsoever as long as an actual parent is with you. Do you have an actual parent with you tonight? I do. Shout out my mom's here. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Where's she at? Is she hiding out? Yeah, she's is your mom there. shy? Sir? Is your mom shy or is she cool? Oh, she's cool. Should we bring her out here? Should we say hi to her? Can we, you want to bring her up real quick? We can, we can. Hell Let's yeah. Let's do it. Hey! What's up? Here, join your boy. It's my mama. Oh, hell yeah. Your mom does smoke weed. Look at those red eyes. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Busted. Oh, you yeah. guys smoke pot together sometimes? Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. How, how, come, right. how come I didn't get to smoke pot with any of my high school teachers? This is crazy. Being homeschooled is the shit. Yeah, dude, it's cool. This is incredible. Uh, Mrs. Uh, DeShazo, am I saying that right? Mrs. DeShazo, are you super proud? Your kid seems to be on an absolute fast track to being a wild success. <gasps> Talk right into the tip of that microphone there. Yes, I'm super proud. It's crazy, and I cannot even believe that we're standing right here. Yeah, yeah, this is it. Hell yeah. This is really fucking cool. So, uh, Holden, this is amazing. Um, uh, you, uh, Jesus, I don't even know exactly what to ask a 16-year-old. Yeah, well, I was actually, I was trying to get on the mic here, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't, they wouldn't let me in. Right. And uh, I ran into uh, Cam Patterson. Shout out Cam. Cool guy. One of the coolest motherfuckers I've ever he met. He really is. And uh, he got me on the Vulcan regular show mm-hmm. over there. I did that, and then got invited back. I did that tonight. And then sign up for the second show. And here I am. So Unbelievable. Yeah, oh yeah. Unbelievable. How cool is this? There's basically nothing that can really stop you uh, from this point, from being a professional comedian. Starting at 16 is something that I only really only know of Eddie Murphy and Dave Chappelle, two of people that are recognized as two of the obviously all-time greats. So um, what... Uh, what do you do for fun at 16 years old when you're not doing stand-up comedy? What do you do? Uh, you banging chicks yet, dude? Uh, yes, Mrs. Gachezo. Right in front of your mom. You got it. She's plugging, her, she's plugging her ears. I'll say... I can't say anything like that. <laughs> Mamma mia! <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah good okay. job. He's banging, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, Holden's yeah. holding. I love it. You ever bang a chick with your mom like in the same house as you? In the same house? No, no, no. But my ex-girlfriend tried to fuck me while she went to Walgreens. And I thought she was coming home soon, so I panicked and I threw that bitch on the couch. (laughs) Right. But but mom wasn't home yet. No, she wasn't home, but I was scared she was going to come home and find well come. So, you know... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Went from Walgreens to Blue Balls. Look at that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Holden, what else would we be surprised to know about you? It's a 16-year-old living in Houston. Surprised to know about me. 
the Homa. Fat Pat. Little. Oh, hell yeah. Little. I'll, I'll be listening to Mike Jones and all that shit. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 100%. Back then, hoes didn't want you. Now you're hot. Hoes all, all on me. you. Hell right. yeah, hell yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. the streets. I have a lot of black friends. Oh, this guy's going to jerk off real quick. He's a big, yeah, yeah. big Mike Jones fan. Yeah. Look at this awkward moment. No way. Fuck yeah, dude. It's weird. It's weird he's going to jerk off. Now there's a kid on stage. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, that is true. That is true. You just got housed by a 16-year-old, by the way, sir. Oh, my goodness. Oh, shit. You're a little fucking gangster, dude. <laughs> 16 uh, years old. How much time do you think you've accumulated? How, what, what, yes, what's, if you were to say you're comfortable and confident in a length of a set that you've accumulated in a year of doing this, how long would you say that that set is? Well, I just did a, I don't know, like, I just did a 45-minute set on my own. Hell yeah. Wow. I did it, I did it on my own. I figured, like, it was just a free show. I wanted to do at a bar that I performed at before. Um, and you know, I I did it. That's it was, how you do it. You gotta throw yeah. yourself to the wolves. I tried to yeah. do an hour in fucking Youngstown, Ohio, less than a year after starting. In retrospect, it was unbelievably terrible. But yeah. one day yeah. you're gonna look back at that set and remember it. Mom, were you at that big 45 minute long set? How do you think he did? Talking to the mic. Oh, he did great. Like you know, I wasn't really a big fan of this comedy thing to start with. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> And so it's taken me a little while to kind of get a little more comfortable with it. Right. And I was a little nervous about a 45-minute set because I thought, well, that's a really long time to have to, mm -hmm. you know, talk. Yeah, that's like a 1% but... of his entire life. <laughs> I know, right? But he killed it. He did great. He did. He, did he killed great. it. That yeah. is amazing. Hold it. Take the mic back. Where's, uh, where's Dad at? He's not in the picture? Oh, he's, he's at home. Oh, okay. He supports you too? He does. He does, 100%. He might be, he might be right now, as far as we've learned tonight, your uh, dad might be banging your best friend right now. Possibly. <laughs> it's possible. My um, Holden, you know, you're a fucking anomaly, dude. I, I, I absolutely see a, a, a ton of amazing stuff happening in your future. Um... I don't know. So what? You want to do a uh, Holden? You want to do a minute in an arena on December 30th? Yeah. Fuck yeah! Okay. Fuck yeah. Okay. Then you will. 16-year-old Holden DeShazo, ladies and gentlemen, with his Hill Tony debut. We'll see you at the HEB Center on December 30th. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah. There he goes, Holden DeShazo. Here, have some nicotine toothpicks. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Here's a big joke book, though, that matches your hat and your jacket. Ready for it? There you go. Ooh. That's why I never played baseball for you. Yeah. Yeah, Let's who needs baseball. to play baseball? Who needs to play baseball? There he goes. Holden DeShazo, everybody. Congrats. He's going to be performing in an arena at the age of 16 years old, so that's interesting. Ooh, wow, it's getting late, huh? What time did we start this? Oh, okay. Really? 
to the ballpark of the actual start time. All right, last bucket pool of the night. Let's do it. Make some noise for Dave Harriman, everybody. Dave Harriman. What's up, Austin, Texas? Have, have y'all ever smoked crack in a bush? My ex-wife said no more crack in the house. So I found a nice big thorn bush in my neighbor's backyard, and I made it my little crack bush. She tried to bring me out dinner and shit, but you know the crack <laughs> kind of kills the fucking appetite, all right? I do go to AA meetings still, not sober, all right? I do go for the crowd time, all right? I'm just saying you can hit about five meetings a day that gives you about five minutes of sharing time. I'm just saying you knock out some sets, all right? And if you want to double up, you hit a couple of NA meetings while you're at it. Um, I, uh, I'm not gay. I'm just wearing my gay shirt. I'm not gay, but my boyfriend did give me pulmonary edema, which is fluid on the lungs. Okay, ladies? All right. Uh, I, uh, I am a proud EBT. I'm a proud EBT member, okay? I've had my card since 2006. In the seventh of every month, I do hold my EBT card up and I say, hallelujah, another 250. All right, thank y'all. Fuck yeah. yeah. Dave Harriman. How's it going, uh, Dave? How are What's you? What's up, Tony? How, How long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, four years. You've been on the show before? First time. This is your first time? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Uh, four years, where at? Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm. Okay. And... Uh, how did you get fluid on the lungs? Oh, the cum, the jizz. Is that true? <laughs> you know, it's, no, it's not true. It's uh, actually, I OD'd and I had pulmonary edema. Okay. How you, did, what did you OD on? Uh, I don't throw up. <laughs> what? When you, yeah, you asphyxiate on yourself. Yeah. So you were drunk, you threw up, and yeah, choked OD'd. on your own vomit. I wasn't drunk. <laughs> you on. were sober? Clarify. No, I was doing heroin. <laughs> Okay, there we go. So you OD'd on heroin. Thank there you. we go. We finally yes. got there, everybody. Yes, yes, what yes. am I, a fucking cop or something? I don't know. How are you? I don't know. I'm fine. It was just my vomit. What? <laughs> All right. How long have you been doing heroin? Uh, I quit about three years ago. You still think about it every day? You think about no. it every day? You want some? No. You want some? I know a 16-year-old with a hookup. <laughs> All right. I'll take the acid or the 16-year-old. All right. No. All okay. Right. So, Sorry. are you are you are you really sober now, or do you uh, just no, don't not, do heroin? Oh, uh, no, well, I drink. Right. How That's often do you drink? All the time. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Uh, not periodically. Every morning. Every morning. Okay. <laughs> what do you do for work? I work at Hooters. What? <laughs> Holy shit! What? I, you're one of the weirdest <laughs> Hooters waitress I've ever seen. <laughs> Just imagine the disappointed table. Just like, what the fuck? I'll, t- I'll take the fucking wings. Dude. Jesus Christ. I, you actually know Billy Ray. I actually took his job on accident. Who the fuck is Billy Ray? <laughs> the fat guy. No? You got to fight at Hooters? No? Okay, all right. How would I know a guy named Billy Ray at Hooters? I don't know. I'm are you, sorry. Are you serious? He's been on the show before. So there's a comedian named Billy yes. Ray that worked at Hooters. Yeah, That's I, right. I don't know. All right. all right, never mind. Sorry. Yeah, we've been doing this a long time. Not my bad. What did Billy Ray do at Hooters? Was he a cop? He, he, he beat somebody up. And then got arrested, and then I went and checked on him. And that's how, how long it, ago was he on the show, if you had to guess? Uh, about a month ago. My God. I don't we think s- we talked about this. Do you remember talking about a Hooters? I don't remember any of this. Yeah, I don't really? Think, I don't think he talked about that. Did he tell you that he, he talked did. about it? Did yeah, you see it? I saw the show, yeah. 
We do- okay. Yeah, you uh, definitely did. You definitely did. Things move fast here. There's not enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not enough energy in the world. Oh, oh, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. he's had a few There's jobs. That fucking guy. I think he works right. at a pizza That's place right. here on Sixth Street now. Okay. So, what do you do with the Hooters? Uh, manage. You're the manager of the Hooters. I'm the hourly manager. Yes. Something, something for the guys to look at when their erections are out of control. You just the old erection destroyer That's over right. here, an erection denier, if you will. Hey, I like that. That was good. All right. Uh, uh, anything interesting about your life, Dave? Um, so, yeah, I just recently moved here about five uh, months ago, and um, I sold my girlfriend's house and took the money, and I moved down here. Did you bring her with you? No. <laughs> okay, so what do you mean? This is like a fucking riddle or something? What's going on here? I sold my girlfriend's house and came here without her. Figure it out. You have 30 minutes, or else the doors will not unlock. Uh, Come on, dude. Answer the fucking uh, okay, questions. Right, Jesus right. fucking right. Christ. I was a realtor back home, and I sold my girl's house, and I spent the money and moved down here without telling her. Have you talked to her since then? Yes. And what does she say about that? Well, she flew me out to Myrtle Beach. Uh-huh. And? For an AA conference. Uh-huh. And then what happened? We fucked. <laughs> right. <laughs> and hung out all weekend. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Is she letting you keep the money from her house? Yeah. Why? Because I was a realtor. I got the commission. The commission. So you, she got all the money. Oh, she got all the money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah, this yeah. is just a. You're just like trying to trick us or something like I that. I guess. Yeah. Stupid. Fuck. Sorry. There was literally a 16 year old and a little Jewish girl that had better interviews than you tonight. <laughs> uh, the trick is honesty here. What do you guys think about this uh, piece of uh, heroin filled <laughs> trash? <laughs> I'm not asking you. I think, I'm not I th- asking you. <laughs> I think you might need to restart, dog. I think, I think okay. it's time to take you out. Nigga, you a crackhead. That was crazy. <laughs> you sold your girl's house party back. I'll tell you what. We're doing an arena on December 30th, and if you want to shoot up heroin in the parking lot, you have full permission. <laughs> Thank you. Full Thank permission you. to tie one off. Appreciate uh, that. We're going to keep it moving along. There goes Dave yeah. Harriman, everybody. Thank Here's you, a little joke, bud. Last name was heroin? Harriman. Not heroin, but it should be heroin because it looks like he's still on it. Imagine how much heroin you have to do that after three years of sobriety, you look like you just shot up. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. William Montgomery is out tonight, everybody. I know. I know a devastating blow. A devastating blow indeed, but he had a uh, little bit of an emergency and could not make it. However, if you recognize the music coming from behind me, we do have another one of the regulars here, an absolute fucking sensation who destroys. I mean, this guy's been doing theaters with me all around the world, and I fucking love working with him. This is a brand new minute again from the great and powerful Cam Patterson, everybody. I fucked a bodybuilding bitch three weeks ago. And let me tell you how it happened though. I was on Tinder. I was on Tinder. It was three o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know, at three o'clock in the morning, you want to fuck something real bad. So I was just swiping like a motherfucker. I was just sending out Hail Marys like a bitch, right? And at one swipe, I just seen some big ass titties. So I was like, mmm. So I just went, I want to suck your titties. And she responded, well, come suck them then. Touchdown. So. 
So I get to the crib, right? And I don't see big ass titties. I see Dwayne The Rock Johnson in a wig. <laughs> so now I am terrified. I'm scared of shit. So when I get in the house, I lock myself in the bathroom and I start doing research, right? I want to make sure she really a lady, right? So I'm in and I'm scrolling and shit and I found out she was born a lady. So I'm like, oh, cool, we can fuck now. But I don't know if y'all know this or not, but if you ever fucking a girl you think might be a dude, your research never stops. <laughs> so 30 seconds in, we fucking the missionary, right? And she think I'm trying to choke her, but I'm feeling for Adam's apple. Cause bitch, you ain't finna get me, stupid. Dumbass. I will tell you this though, at one point, at one point we were fucking, I felt so safe in her strong ass arms. <laughs> but I just let myself go, I felt free. I felt so free. And we were fucking, and at one point she bitch pressed me out of her pussy. And I just went, wee, cause I was having a, a great time. <laughs> I was getting back that guy's Fuck up. yes. <laughs> An absolute fucking anomaly. Our sweet, sweet monster, Cam Patterson. Ooh, ooh. Now, what I love about what just happened here is that we heard about this, about the premise through an interview, yeah. and maybe even you dabbled in it uh, on stage on the show before, but what I love about what you did here is you showed us what the product has become over time oh, of that bit. That is absolutely amazing. I see, I've actually seen you do that in theaters, and it absolutely fucking destroys it's amazing to see you just be able to kick out brand new, unbelievable minutes. I mean, clearly the set of the night. D Madness can't even contain what he saw here tonight. Uh, so Cam, fantastic work. That is amazing. You're out there just living life, the living best. your life, and yeah, yeah. the shit turns into material. Nah, that's the best shit. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's tough. You know what I'm saying? But if you on a pedestal like this, you gotta you know keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? So. Trying to push these bitches out, you feel me? Absolutely. It is a yeah. high-pressure situation. You're absolutely killing it. Um, Asan and Derek, you get to see and work with Cam all the time here at the Mothership. Uh, what do you have to say about him? Well, usually when Cam and I like talk, it's usually talking about like how we can make the joke better. Yeah, we'll do. And uh, an angle you have there that you didn't use is that you could give her a voice. Yeah. Like a really deep voice, you know, like, you know, you make her come and she goes, thank you, brother, or something That's like that, you know what I mean? Like, bro, <laughs> like you, if you give her the character, you there's more ways, more routes for you to go. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good punch up bro, right there. I knew you were retarded the day I met you, my nigga. He's so fun. I took him to see Oppenheimer when it came out. Oppenheimer, him. And then we got to the theater. I said, hey, Cam, what'd you think of the movie? He said, man. That motherfucker got bitches. I was like, wow. <laughs> what a review of Oppenheimer. He did. Y'all seen the movie? He got bitches, dog. Bro, he was fucking the whole movie. They were like, they were like yo, I want you to know he made these bombs, but also he got bitches. Like, I don't know y'all know it's not. But he was fucking these hoes. Crazy. Oh, y'all niggas hate scientists? Well, this scientist got bitches. So, <laughs> that's just crazy. It's insane, but... Absolutely. Amazing. What else is going on, Cam? Anything else we uh, should I'm, know about? I fucking almost cried back there because you got my young boy on. Or, or what's his name? You know that 16-year-old. That's my little nigga, bro. Okay. <laughs> How do you know nigga. him? From so the streets? One... You guys went to homeschool together? <laughs> what is this? Nah, one day after Kill Tony... You guys on the same grade right now? <laughs> Yo, yeah. Shut up. 
Cam didn't learn how to count to 10 until he was 12. So shut up. I'm allowed to make these jokes. I'm friends with his dad. Yeah. <laughs> and my dad can't read, so be quiet. Yeah. That's true. Put your fucking mouth. All right. true. My whole family fucked up a little bit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Don't it change my fucking life. Fuck you groaning bitches, okay? That is true. That is true. So how do you know Holden DeShazo? Nah, I was uh I was out there one day after after one of the shows and shit, and he was uh he was just around. I fucked with his energy. He told me he was sitting here doing comedy. And that, these niggas done putting it on. You done putting it on, you know what I'm saying? So what I Wait, learned, what? you don't put me on like in such right. bit, like yes, you know what I'm saying. Put you on, yes. So I learned like being here is like you know you pass it forward, and I ain't never seen him stand up ever. But I fuck with his energy, you know what right. I'm saying? How he talked and shit. I like man, come through the regular show on Tuesday. Yeah. He came out, he couldn't. His mom didn't want to come out, so I gave him two fifty just to come back because he live in Houston. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I gave him two fifty to come back because he, but these, you know what I'm saying? These niggas put me on. Y'all, y'all put oh, me on. I so see. I, put, I think I remember you telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Good. Love to hear. That's amazing. I had no idea, but I think I remember that because I think I remember telling you you shouldn't give somebody two fifty. Yeah, he was like, "Don't do that." That's I dumb did, as right? Fuck. I think I remember that. That's fucking retarded. I was I'm like, drunk. You right? I was drunk. It was late, but I remember. Right. I, I was drunk when I gave it to him. I'm like, "Here go two fifty, nigga." I yeah. want you. You come back and you have a good show, okay? You go two fifty. That's amazing. <laughs> drunk as shit. Amazing. We but now that made me that made me tough a little bit, man. I, I, I like talking to him, hit me up all the time, but I like advice and shit, and I just tell him to keep doing you. Well, you know what I'm so that made me look. That's you know how like, small the world is, yeah, and how yeah. small Austin is, and how crazy. Uh, the, Animal fuck his mom. The cream. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> her pussy's gonna be as red as her eyes are after you're done with her. I got ulterior motive. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> nah, no, 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 bro. You're good, dude. Uh, in call or out call? Huh? <laughs> I love it. Cam, you're an absolute legend, and you will be performing with Holden DeShazo at the HEB Center. Uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Fun times. There he goes, the great and powerful Cam Patterson, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah! How loud can this place get for our great guests, Derek Poston and Hassan Ahmad? They have a brand new podcast out called The Solid Show, available everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. The drawing from Ryan J. Ebel is in, and it's unbelievable. Let's see the drawing from the great local artist, Chris Rogers. Oh, shit. Cam Patterson with white bitches. Unbelievable. This South Park series has been doing is absolutely mind-boggling. How loud can this place get one more final time for the best damn band to land? Michael Gonzalez on the drums, retaining, winning a Mexican drum off tonight. The great Paul Deemer on the horns. D Madness on the bass guitar, everybody. John Dees on the keys. And the Memphis Mutator, Matt Muling, everybody, on the electric guitar. Red band. Check out the Sunset Strip Comedy Club next door with the blood all over the place. Go to sunsetstripats.com. Son of a bitch. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you. Good night, everybody.
You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.